Park Hopping Podcast number 93, VIP Experience Part 3, finally. There's lots of important things to say. This is not art. Coming up next in our show. This is not media. First, the news. This is not news. Now, welcome back to the show. This is another crappy podcast production. Celebrating over 12 years of posting Disney stuff on the internet. This is another crappy podcast production. Hi there, this is Alan from DisneyFans.com, and this is the Park Hopping Podcast, show number 93, the podcast that proves anyone can have their own podcast. Welcome back to the Park Hopping Podcast, still coming to you live and direct from Des Moines, Iowa, USA. Previously on the Park Hopping Podcast, parts one and parts two of my extended discussion of the Universal Studios Hollywood VIP Experience Tour. It's a $200 all-day experience that includes all kinds of backstage stuff, front-of-line access, mills, and valet parking. So today, this will be a short episode as we conclude with part three starting right now. Next, we were at the lower level where Jurassic Park is. She walked us right into Jurassic Park. We loaded up and rode Jurassic Park. She held everything for us so we didn't need to get a locker. When we were done with Jurassic Park, we got to go right across the way and ride Revenge of the Mummy, the ride, a really fun but short roller coaster attraction they've got there. I wasn't able to take my cameras in either of these because they don't let you take them in, and she wanted to. She wouldn't let me take anything out on these rides. So we did all that, got to look at our photos. It would have been nice if they would have, like, given us our photos because our whole group got a vehicle. So every time we rode, we got the vehicle all by ourselves. Um, then we loaded back up, and instead of walking back up to the top of the hill, we got to ride the tram. They rode us all the way back, and then we, uh, I think we left our tram driver there, and we walked kind of under through some buildings, and the next thing you know, we're back out at the upper level. So we didn't get to ride the big escalator the entire day. This was about the time it was getting close to 1.30, and they walked us to a little area, and we went into kind of an empty building. It used to be something, but it's been sitting there unused for years, she said, and it becomes the dinner lunch place for the VIP tour. It says private seating, VIP experience, guest only. They let us into this building, and in the early in the day, we got to pick out what we wanted for lunch. There were choices of salads and stuff like that. We had one of the Universal Studios chefs there, Tony from the beginning was there. Another lady was there manning uh, drinks and breads. So we had, I guess, four people working for Universal taking care of us while we sat and ate. So we had a long table with all our you know, uh, napkins and, and plasticware. And then we had our boxed lunch they made for us. And then we had breads and we had uh, you know, our salads. We had cookies for desserts. There was bottled water and soda. Everything was there. It was all part of the tour. We sat down and enjoyed it. And then the uh, chef guy was coming around saying, you need anything? You need anything else? I can go get you a burger. What do you want? I said, I don't know. Can you get me a drink? He said, what do you want? And he actually went off, and I, I gave him money for this, but he went off and brought us back margaritas. Um, he brought us all back onion rings, and he was making sure that if anybody wanted anything at all, he would go get it for us. And that was really nice. And I, I can't remember his name right now, but he was an incredibly nice guy. And they really pampered us as if we were VIPs. And for $200 a head, maybe they they should be doing just that. But this was really nice. Um, By this point in the day, a lot of the members of our tour group had already split off to go do their own thing. So not everybody was there for the mill, which surprised me. Because if we would have bought 
all this food at one of the restaurants, it probably would have been 20 something dollars each. So after this, we got to walk right down the way and go to Cyberdyne Systems, which is where the Terminator 3D attraction is. And we got VIP through the back and we got to actually see um, the uh, pre-show and everything. We didn't miss anything when we did this. We just went to things like the VIP waiting area and uh, we got to watch the Terminator show attraction, and she told us a little bit about how it worked. When we were done with that, we walked back through some other sections of the theme park and went over to the Shrek 3D or Shrek 4D attraction. Again, we walked through a special entrance for the Frontline Pass people, and we got to experience the pre-show and the entire Shrek uh, movie attraction there. It's just like the one out in Florida. When we were done with that, we got to walk through more sections of the park, and... Let's see, where were we going there? That's when we got to ride the Simpsons ride. We just walked past it and talked about it earlier on. Absolutely loved the Simpsons ride. It was one of the funnest things I've done. A lot of in-jokes, uh, making fun of Disney. There was a Pirates of the Caribbean sequence and an It's a Small World sequence. Um, I would talk about that in another another episode, but right now we'll just kind of continue the tour. Um, where'd we go after that? So we're getting a lot of rides in. We were making our way back up to the front of the park for some reason, and there was some extra time left, so we got to walk through the Universal House of Horrors, which is kind of the old Universal movie monsters again. We got to bypass the standard line. It was kind of like a little haunted house with a lot of movie props. Went through scenes of the mummy and Chucky, and, you know, there were some good little scares in there. And then, lastly, we got to go see Waterworld, the stage show, which has been around forever. It's probably better than the movie Waterworld was, and we had our own special seating area. And we got to watch the entire Waterworld show. They let us sit up in the back in a reserved area, dead center in the back. We watched the whole thing. And then, once it was done, that's when our hostess left us. Donna left us for the day. And she, she thanked us all. We had a really good time. And when the show was done, the VIPs got to hang around. And several of the actors came down and actually talked about how they did the show, how cold the water was, what movies they've actually worked on. We got to handle the rubber guns and the props and the uh, kind of the bald mask they put on a guy before they set him on fire and drop him into the uh, the water. And, and they really spent a lot of one-on-one -on -one time answering questions. And there was, you know, what, eight of us, six of us, five of us left at this point. So it was very interesting being in this empty theater with, with about two or three of the people that were just in the show we watched and they're just passing stuff around and props and answering our questions. And when we left that, I did notice that they had some uh, pictures of all the cast members that are in the show. You will never see this at Disney. You know, it'd say, Nick Leinbach, he's been an American gangster, Men in Black 2, and Sex in the City. And there was a guy that had been on CSI New York and Jericho. So all these people had either been extras or stuntmen in different types of shows. At this point, we were on our own. The park was only open until like 5 or 6 that night. It was closing pretty early, so we didn't have much time. The only other thing we did on our own is we went and watched the uh, Animal Actors Show, which started right as the park closed, and we uh, didn't get to use our front-of-line pass, but really, there was nothing we didn't do in the park. I think we missed the backdraft attraction and the special effects show, but even with short hours, the VIP tour pass got us to everything in the park. So that was really the day. That was the day inside the park, the whirlwind <laughs> recap of what the Universal VIP experience is. Is it worth 200 bucks? I don't know. If you're going to spend $200 plus parking, 
to go see Universal Studios because you want to see everything and guarantee your one day is worth it, maybe it's worth throwing in the extra 60 bucks at that point and getting the valet parking and the mill and all these stuff as one nice package. I'll say I really, really enjoyed this. And, and when we left the park, everybody was gone, and we got to walk around and, and spend the next two hours exploring the, um, oh, it was the City Walk area, and we went and ate at Bubba Gump Shrimp and walked all the way down there and bought some cheesy souvenirs. Oh, and speaking of souvenirs, at the Universal Studios shops, the VIP pass was good for like 20 or 25% off of anything we bought there, T-shirts and pretty much any merchandise. So if you were going to go to Universal Studios and buy a couple of hundred dollars worth of stuff, again, that savings you're getting that a normal pass uh, would do. So let's see, what else? Um, this is way too long, I apologize. Here's some downsides, things that I wish they would have done. I would have liked us to have special souvenir photos, like they could have had a special backdrop, and as we started the tour, they could have taken our picture, Disney should do this too, and we should receive that at the end of the tour um, as a nice little custom way to remember what our day was like. You know, something more tangible than just this VIP lanyard. Also, we did a lot of backstage for the movie studios, but I would have liked to have gone backstage at one of the attractions. You know, walk us behind the scenes at Jurassic Park or let us go see the Simpsons ride vehicles or something like that. I think those minor things would have made this a pretty perfect experience. Plus, it would have been cool if we could have gotten to meet some celebrities. There were people there. I didn't know who they were. There were people at a distance and like, oh, that's so-and-so on such-and-such -such a set. I don't know who these people are. But it would have been cool to have been there during a day. I've heard all these stories of um, certain actors. Oh, what's the, the main guy? Jim Carrey has been known to, to dress up and go out and harass the uh, tram cars when they come by and interact with people. There's all these little tells I've heard that people have seen going to Universal Studios. I didn't really see anything, so maybe if I ever do it again, I will. Now, speaking of doing it again, I probably would not take the $200 tour again simply because it was $200, but I tell you, it was the best time I've ever had at a movie studio theme park, and I believe it was really an experience you can't get anywhere else. You may not find looking at props and sign shops and sound stages worth the extra money, but again, if you're going to do front of line and pay for your meals and your parking, it's really not that big of a leap to go to this one-on-one -on -one tour and get, you know, all the extra perks. You even get to keep that rain poncho, and that's, what, another $10? So, check it out. It's the Universal Studios VIP Experience Tour. $200. It's, um, well... I never thought I'd spend $200 to go to a theme park. And speaking of going to theme parks, the next time you're there, be sure to take an extra picture, shoot some extra video, because you really never know when something you like, love, or hate is going to go away and never be around again. I mean, how often do you take a $200 tour, right? And on that note, I think that will do it for me this time, so be sure to visit DisneyFans.com, where you can browse around 60,000 digital pictures I've taken at Disneyland, Disney World, Universal Studios, Hollywood, and other theme parks across the country, as well as dozens of downloads video files from the Disney parks. And if you want to drop me a note, my email address is podcast at disneyfans.com. This has been the Park Hopping Podcast, show number 91, 92, and 93, Universal Studios VIP Experience. Thanks for listening and more Disney content coming up in the next episode. Imagine that. Another crappy podcast production. Be sure to visit anothercrappypodcast.com to learn more about this and other equally exciting uh, podcasts.
planning a trip to Walt Disney World and plan to stay off-site, and you've ever wondered what the deal is with all those cheap ticket timeshare promotions, visit DisneyFans.com secret. You can get a special deal at a luxury resort, all by enjoying a great breakfast while taking a tour and listening to a self-pitch. That's DisneyFans.com secret.